Good evening, everybody. Hey, Dallas fans. Where you at? We saved a seat for you right here on the couch. Y'all thought you were really going to be, you know, BCB out there in San Fran? Nope. Wasn't happening. Nah. Was not happening. That's okay. You can watch the rest of the playoffs with us and the Giants. We'll save a seat for you. You can even get one of the lukewarm beers from the old fridge. We got it for you. Let's talk about it next. Let's go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world. It is the it is January 26th. It's Thursday. We are in the NFL Conference Championships. Wow. We are. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And look who joined us. The Terrence Perry, Mean Green, our boy, fellow Eagles, not fellow again. He is an Eagles fan, but our friend, friend of the show, says go birds nfc championship it's gonna be a good one. we're gonna we're gonna talk about the niners eagles game here in just a second and the game well in a little bit and the games that actually happened um over the week but you guys got your work cut out for you it's gonna be a great game i mean both games are just gonna mm-hmm. be fantastic it's gonna be just i don't know I, i'm so excited to watch football this week the playoffs in general has just been amazing super wild card two weeks ago and then last week and then it's just been it's been fantastic so this is what it's all about you know this is why we do this because football is fun but that was phil on the intro i'm your boy steve we got dev in the building for tonight for the show so fellas what's going on what's the good word you know it's weird because despite the fact that we're not in the playoffs our name just seems to pop up randomly out of people's mouths. Um, hell, Colin Cowherd was talking about how we're the team to watch moving forward that's best set for a run moving forward instead of just, you know, not this year, but, you know, 2023 and beyond. Can't get enough of us. Yeah. Get enough. Is that what it that, is? You know, they, they, they have, you know, said, look, you need a quarterback, you need to show up the offensive line. He says, but he talks about all the talent that we have. You know, the fact that we don't have any big contracts, you know, that, that we just have to unload. Because Carson Wentz can be, you know, done at any time. And other than that, we don't have any big old fat, you know, useless contracts. So um, he made some good points. It was interesting to hear him talk positively about the franchise. Yeah. I mean, it's rare. We'll take it, right? Any, 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 any good news, news is, is good news. That's right. Especially with us, man. We we usually don't get respected on the national level right. whatsoever. And then Terrence, Jimmy G to Washington. Okay. <laughs> don't don't you put that uh don't you put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby. I'm good on I'm good on uh I'm good on Jimmy G. But starting off, let's just talk compensatory picks. The compensatory pick estimate is out, believe it or not. Uh, at least estimate from a certain NFL analyst that I'm going to project up here very quickly. 
So right now they're projecting, this is from Nick Corte, his final projection of the 2023 compensatory picks. And, you know, there's no exact math to the compensatory picks. These are all estimates based on what these analysts think because the actually there's actually no exact mathematical rules how this works because it's very subjective. So this is the best estimate. It's not 100% exact. But what they did was the way compensatory perks, excuse me, picks work, you get compensated for the departure of key free agents that leave your team. They get re-signed elsewhere. So for Washington, that includes the sheriff, Brandon Sheriff. He's expected to land us a third-round pick. That's not bad, right? And then Tim Settle leaving, clearly lesser value to the team is expected to give us a six round pick. So no complaints, fellas. What do, what do you think about this? I mean, look, I think the draft picks we can get. Um, I mean, that third compensatory pick almost makes up for the one we have to give up this year for uh, Indy. Yeah, it but, definitely uh, made up for that. You know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, you got, we've done a pretty good job about turning mid-round picks into players we can use. So I'd like to see that continue. And an extra third-round pick or one replacing the one we had, hey, I'll take it. You know, yeah. I think we could probably turn that into something. I won't turn it down. What about you, Dev? What do you think about the compensatory picks? I love them. The more the merrier. Pick all linemen with those, by the way. <laughs> all linemen? Right. Or quarterbacks. Either get like seven quarterbacks or seven linemen. Yeah. Just not second rounders, right? Yeah, trade all those for six <laughs> round picks. <laughs> Who was our second round pick last year? Uh was it Mathis? It was Yeah, it was Mathis, yeah. yeah. I mean, he looked good though, man, but he's hurt. So until he got hurt. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like you just so <laughs> until you play, man, you ain't good. Story of our life. Yeah. Story of our lives. Second round picks ain't shit. Let's take a look at the end of the division though. For compensatory picks. So just moving on down the line, no one in the division is getting a third beside us. Dallas is going to get a fifth round pick for Randy Gregory. Dallas is going to get a fifth round pick for Connor Williams. Dallas is going to get a sixth round pick for the loss of Cedric Wilson Jr. The Giants are going to get a sixth round pick for the loss of Lorenzo Carter. The Giants are going to get a seventh round pick for the loss of Kalan Crossan. And that's it. Eagles don't get a pick, but they didn't. That means they didn't lose any key free agents, which also means, if I'm not mistaken, they got a ton of free agents coming up at the end of this year. I mean, I think there's like 20, I think I counted 21 free agents coming up in Philadelphia at the end of this season. I don't know what they're going to do. And I think I counted 11 of those are contributors and nine of those are starters. So Philly, while they're having a great year, is going to have a lot of stuff to think about all season marcus edlin what's up bro thank you for joining us marcus is the admin of sports view 2 on facebook go check out his uh, go check out his channel tara says there's 12 so there's 12 12 starters or I, I thought it was 20 free unrestricted free agents on philadelphia 12 main free agents what he's saying okay so there's 12 contributors on that team they're going to be ufas and they're going to figure it out our board george just rebranded his show, Command the Mic with George 
Carvey. Hey, he's going live at 9.30, so after you uh, tune into this show, make sure you go hop over to his we got a roundtable with a couple fellas. Uh, I think Deuce from Red Zone uh, Lab's going to be active. I forget who else is going to be there, but it's going to be a nice little roundtable. So after this, go shoot on over to George's channel. Three-round rap battle. Command the mic. Get out. Command the mic. Like versus. Yeah. And, it, yeah, George, we're, we're happy to get a, a third-round pick for Sheriff. It's something, right? I mean, although the whole franchise thing, we it had been nice to move them and get something different, <laughs> you know, like the Trent Williams and the Kirk Cousins things. But at the end of the day, you get what you get. You don't get upset. That's what I tell my kids. You get what you get and you don't get upset. <laughs> we as fans, we you know we don't have control of this. So you get what you get and you don't pitch fit. That's right. That's right. What, what can we do? George says dev is going to dev is going to freestyle an upcoming episode. Yeah, he probably should. Yeah, I, I, I suck at freestyling now. I'm old. I'm out of practice. <laughs> we got plenty of recorded tracks at Dev, though. We do. I don't think I have any queued up here. Do I? I uh, don't get a copyright. I probably get a copyright. That's what it is first. <laughs> I, got, I got the 187. The, uh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to get one. That's copyright. I got. I mean, I made the beat, but I guess. Keep your head up. You did. But, who knows? That's, yeah. not, that's not a copyright to keep your head up, isn't it? But that's it's I don't want to play that. That's like dying. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that's a compensatory picks. I think we're gonna be okay in the long run. We haven't. I mean, that's not that's not bad. So we'll walk away with the third and six for Sheriff and Tim Settle. Marcus says Philly and Cowboys are up over the cap. Giants have a lot of signing. Washington is in great shape so far as salary cap. Yeah, we we cut Carson Wentz loose. That's an extra twenty six million going into twenty twenty three. And who knows what we'll do? Who who knows? Might even sign Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think. Yeah. I think we're. I think we like got about sixty or seventy million. Some crazy astronomical number we get going yeah, win. And, sounds and like it's enough for Lamar sign, Jackson. Maybe not get a resign Chase Rullier. I mean, I say we probably have a lot of, and I think it went up like twenty five million or some shit. Perhaps they're thinking. Yeah. So that sounds saying, like that's man, enough money to sign Lamar Jackson. Definitely enough money to sign Payne. And probably uh, Curl, honestly, if we don't sign a market. But does guy. Curl need. You know, we're going to waste it on Carr or somebody, though. You know that, right? Like, we're going to 100% get Garoppolo or fucking Stop. Daniel Jones. I, I honestly move. feel like I could be talked into Daniel Jones, oddly enough. But yeah, I could be talked into that one. And I, you know, anything kind of goes if you basically a one year coach. Basically, it, it does. You go unless, all in. Unless, 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 unless he's going to win. Unless he wins two playoff games, maybe the new guy you, keeps him. Maybe YOLO. the new guy gives him. Doesn't he have like an extension clause he can they can exercise next year? I don't know his contract. Or something, but it, they might be able to get that exercised. But other than that, to, to get a whole new contract, man, ain't no one going to do that. Like You're YOLOing everything if it's your last deal, if it's your right. last year. Throwing, we don't know. I'm throwing 250 at Lamar at, at least at least to run up the Ravens price, bro. That's what I At least do. to run that price up. Somebody else is going to do it. Somebody's yeah. gonna offer it. The, the Miami uh, Dolphins or somebody's gonna offer something for him, man. And I understand they could. I mean, you can't. And you know, there's a rule. Kirk Cousins rule. Basically, you can't sign a guy to a tag with the purpose of trading him. So if he don't want to be traded, you can't trade him if he's on the Are you tag. Talking about Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr. So the, no, so, no, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about Lamar. Like if Lamar's no. franchise, they can't trade Lamar unless Lamar complies with the trade. Does he? How? You can't you can't sign a person under a franchise tag for NFL with rules. the intent oh, to trade them. Yes, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins rule. 
That's why they had to basically let him go. Yeah, the the Derek Carr thing is interesting, and I'm probably gonna make a a solo video on it because I have a lot of thoughts on it. But check this team. out real quick. He's under contract, right? right? right. You can trade him. You they're gonna cut. Him they're going to. He's not gonna be on the team next year. Okay, Josh McDaniels is gonna find a new quarterback. But with <laughs> with Derek Carr, he's owed a guaranteed roster bonus February fifteenth. That's yeah. point one. Point two. He can't be traded or talked to till after the new league year, which starts on March 15th, 4 p.m. So it's whatever they're doing, they're probably breaking all the rules, keeping it on the hush-hush. Yeah. He's not going to get his bonus, and Derek Carr gets to choose where he goes because he has a no-trade clause. So that situation, I don't care where it goes, is just fascinating yeah, how many like rules are going to be broken. Sounds like Washington. Like I, I'm telling you, man. I it it man. It has Snyder. It has. It definitely has Bruce Allen smell all over it. He's not here though. That's the only reason I don't think it'll happen because Bruce Allen isn't here. But that sounds very Bruce Allen-y to me. Like yeah, it sounds like maybe. And you can't get mad because Carr. It will be the best quarter we've had here since Cousins. And that's right. a debatable argument if you compare those two. It's debatable. No, honestly. You go, Ming you Green. obviously go a car because he's younger though. But I still say, man, like <laughs> I I don't I'd be mad about that, but ah, you wouldn't have a bum at quarterback anymore. He wouldn't you be wouldn't. a bum. But yeah. I will I don't harp on the quarterback too much, but if we do that, then we're in the same position that we are that we have been in with Taylor Heineke, because the first time Derek Carr throws an interception, people were screaming so. for Sam Howell. I think he's better, I think he's good enough. I, think a good good enough where I like that. Now he couldn't I don't know string, if he's he couldn't string two or three together. But if he had yeah. one, they ain't gonna call for him just yet. Two or three in a row, yeah. Yeah. You lose Terrence says our cap, yeah. our cap talking about the Eagles. He's an Eagles fan for those who just joined. Uh maybe a bit bad, but don't count out Howie Roseman. He'll make money out of water. I can't say that our guys can make money out of water. Well, we're gonna have uh, Bezos maybe. So. We already have money and water. We might, we might have. We might. We might have. Hey, broke ass Snyder makes more out of Washington than Philadelphia makes out the Eagles. I probably right now. I, the, I'm the, sure he does. The co GMs. DT, our boy DT. Which, which ranch house is Thank worth more money, joining. man? Washington or Philly? Right now. I think it's Washington. I think it's Washington because of the market. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, I'm just saying. So I mean, yeah. don't talk about money, nigga. We got nah. <laughs> I got like 10 minutes to say here, sorry. Marcus says, I'd rather start Sam Howell, sign Jacoby Brissett, build the roster, O-line, DB, Whoa. and extend key players. So that's my preferred plan. Mine too. Phil and I have kind of a, a I don't want to go for that, but I'm with uh, all the rest Brissett of that. Yeah. I'm, with the re- I'm with all of that. I, I <clears throat> Number one, I want Jackson. Other than that, I'm with Sam Howell, bro. I don't want yeah. Jacoby Brissett though. I don't think I don't want him around at all. As a backup, I wouldn't mind. Nah, it. I don't. Boy, Deuce Red Zone of the Lab has joined us as Bruce Allen. And don't forget, after this show around nine, at nine thirty, go tune over to George George's show. Command Command the mic. Deuce is going to be on that show at nine thirty. Go check it out. Bruce he also Allen. says, "Where is that dude that was talking big trash last week from the Eagles?" He's in here. I don't know if that was on our show. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, he's in here. Terrence was talking. He's not that much. No, of a it's shit the other talker. dude. I can't think of his name. It's oh no, no, dude. no! There was another guy who joined. Yes, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Ming Green. He wasn't on the show Barry last week. Yeah, I don't forget his. I forget I'm his weird, name. Man. But yeah, he was a big smack talker. He was. Yeah, he was. 
you know what? I appreciate he that was 49ers, here. But you know what? That 49ers dude didn't come back. No. Man, I don't even know why they why they signed into the show. But we, we're talking about that game coming up, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Real quick ownership news. Uh, there were some articles that came out this week about Jeff Bezos and potentially a condition of sale for him to pick up the commanders would be to sell the Washington Post. And so that kind of spread like wildfire. And then, then an announcement came out, said the post is not for sale. So who knows what to believe? I mean, it's just, it's just funny because Phil said this last week, you know, he did not make the initial bids, nor does he have to. And I think the other owners might be a little scared that a dude, you know, these owners are scrambling to try to come up with, you know, $6 million and he can just, you know, crap that out. He's got, he's got, and then $6 million comes out, you know, and, and he's got the commander. So that could scare the owners too, but I don't know. I just thought it was interesting and, and, and wanted to at least put it out there for, for a hot second. Um, but the pro football writers association of America, America, America has given our boys, Deron Payne and Jeremy Reeves an award. Like, I don't think anyone saw hey, that coming. Jeremy Reeves a free agent because I'm kind of scared we're going to lose him now. Like, I, all these accolades and awards he's getting. I mean, come right. on. Like, what do you ask for? You still want special team money? Yeah. Like, you, just, you still want. He'll get like big time special team money, which is oh, going like to be like $200,000. Mm, yeah. Top so, backup defensive back money. Here's the 2022 Pro Football Right Association of America, all NFC team. Could have been you, NFC East team. Quarterback Jalen Hurts, running back Saquon, Christian McCaffrey, receivers AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, tight end George Kittle, center Jason Kelsey from the Eagles, guard Chris Lindstrom from the Falcons, Zach Martin from the Cowboys, tackle Lane Johnson from the Eagles, Trent Williams from the 49ers. Damn you, Bruce. Defense Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, D- tackles are Dexter Lawrence from the Giants, Javon Hargrave from the Eagles, Deron Payne. Tied with Javon Hargrave from the Eagles. That's dope. Outside linebacker, Mike Parsons, Hassan Reddick from the Eagles. Middle linebacker, Fred Warner from the Niners. Quarterback, uh, Cornerbacks, Jair Alexander from the Packers. Darius Slay from the Eagles. Safeties, Sauce Gardner-Johnson, Philadelphia. No, that's not Sauce that's Gardner. CJ Gardner-Johnson. I can't read. Uh, from the Eagles, Talanoa Hufunga from the Niners. So, just one point of note. By the Eagles way, Tyre Alexander from Louisville. Louisville. The Eagles have one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players on this list. Damn. Eight players. Man. Terrence says, this Eagles fan has love for the Washington franchise. If it were Dallas, we'd be having another story. That's right. He does. Friend of the show. That's why we, that's why we love him. Marcus says, uh, Terrence, the Eagles have to extend Jalen Hurts, so it might slow down your free agency signing. He also says, Jerry Reese is a restricted free agent, so we got a great chance of signing him. We do. Oh, snap. He great do. So, basically, I think we get right a first refusal. Wow, somebody got offered about five or six million to start. Yeah, and we have to match it or – can't Whatever. do it, man. Can't do it. We can't be. We can't turn this into McKissick, man. <laughs> Let him go. Turn Come this into McKissick. He just got five, seven million dollars to not play. You clown me for giving he him a black hurt, hurt, award, man. He did Come get on. hurt, but before it, he was still the third guy, man. Come so I was on. like, yeah. I mean, I like McKissick is definitely a 
quality starting caliber snap wise player. Don't get yeah. it twisted. I'm not putting anything on him, but man, you had this dude in camp and you gave him a raise to not to play less than he did before he got the raise. You did. It doesn't make sense. And now he's going to probably injury settle out, man, because he looked like that neck injury might have been serious. Yeah. You know you, I mean, yeah. So you, so I'm like, dude, man, you should let him be a bill, man. We should, I, I feel like we probably like, should have did. He'd be yeah, sitting on the couch with the rest of us by now. Yeah, should have been a bill. He'd I have mean, a better it, year anyways. He'd have a more productive year at the bills. How much money were we really able to save, though? Probably about four or $5 million. Dollars. We'd have got a, we could have got another player, you know what I'm saying? Could have got a starting guard. The wrong kid died? Is that what you're saying? The wrong kid died, man. <laughs> Never going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Jared says, Jalen may be getting his money this offseason. Let's see how he does right now, this well, weekend, Jaylen too. Hurts. The buyer's just going to keep going up, up and up. And I think the salary cap's going up $20 million next year. Don't quote yeah. me that number. Yeah, yeah, hey, bro, we can throw yeah. 28. We can knock 28 off tomorrow. Like, as soon as the league starts, that 28 million coming off went. Yep. And then I, th- I really think they go. I think Church really is probably gone too. Dude says the guy from the Patriots makes around three milli. Three milli. Matthew who's Slater the, the does right. nothing but specials. I mean, that's right. what Lorenzo Carter, Lorenzo Alexander was what was us for years. I mean, he how was much, a captain. How much we paying McCain? McCain? Two million. He's a $2 no, he got he got signed he got a, like five in the, this past season. That's I don't why pay him, I hated I don't that pay him more. I don't pay him more than McCain. McCain is going to be his measuring. McCain yeah. can play more than him. He plays more snaps. Man, you go. So you're somewhere between McCain and Boston. That's what Danny you get. Yeah, you McCain, McCain and Boston, uh, Bostic. You're between there, buddy. That's where you get paid. Yeah. Bostic, Bostic was only brought back what just on a one year deal. Well, there you go. Yeah, Bostic's gone too. Which I means that a, I when we're not drafting linemen, we should be drafting linebackers. I got a two million dollar window, man. And I'm like, Terrence ah. thinks Jalen's about to reset the quarterback market. I think Lamar Jackson's going to reset the quarterback market. Yeah, I think Lamar Lamar's got a bigger Lamar's got a bigger body of work. Lamar, Lamar, now, I, now, I, was Lamar I take a tag. I take a tag if, and let Burroughs get extended. And all of them get their money this year. And then yes, year, take a tag. Let the cap go up. Yep. Let the percentage of the quarterback salary go up yep. and get your bag next year. I would because Burroughs and all the if Burroughs wins, if Burroughs goes to the Super Bowl, man. There's going to be a certain area of people that consider Burrow a top five quarterback. If he oh, just goes, he is. If he just goes, you know what I'm saying? Already. You got to consider it since he's beat Mahomes three in a row. It'll be yeah. four if he and two in the yep. playoffs to go to the Super Bowl. That's that's crazy. You know, it don't really seem like it, but but man, there's going to be people considering him in there, man. Especially if he wins one. Yeah, you know? I'm with so, you. So and he's going to be paid next year. They're gonna have to extend them. You know what I'm saying? So when that happens, man, I will wait. If I was Lamar, it's like, yeah, franchise tag me. I'm cool with uh, making wait. fifty million dollars a year this year under the tag, and then next year asking for fifty. Yeah, you know, like I might ask for forty something this year every year, but I'm gonna get fifty next year if you make me wait. If I'm Lamar, I would do it, man. Fuck it, all right. Marcus tag says somebody Mickey Hudson's a restricted free agent, so we'll resign him. I mean, I hope man, uh, maybe. Like I said, man, a lot of people watched that last game. Yeah, you know, well, let's 
Let's talk about if, if you're the if games you're, from this past weekend. If you're if you're what's the face though? If you're uh our all pros of uh, free our all pro guy out there, if you're him, right? And you get asked, hey man, you go back to Washington for whatever the restricted thing is, or you want to go to Texas and start. What would what are you, you talking do? about? What are you talking about? What's the space? Jeremy Reeves. Yeah, Jeremy Reeves. If you're Jeremy Reeves and no. they say, hey man, you can go back to Washington for three or four million dollars. You can come here for the same amount of money and start. It doesn't matter if he's restricted. We control his rights, right? But how much are you willing to go up for him? Yeah, that's the question. If let's just say easy beer math, it's four dollars, four million. Let's say the Cowboys offer him four million, and we like, all right, you know, we'll pay him four million. He's ours. Or we'd be like, nah, we're good. Go ahead, you can walk. Like we control where either he's on this team or not. That's what the right. RFA lets us do. The unrestricted, that's free game. You can go wherever he wants. So I, I don't know. I don't – I'd have to look at what he's making now versus, you know, or pull up sure, that thing. Remember the thing, Phil, We you pulled up for uh, Heineke's market value? I don't know how updated that is for, like, someone like Jeremy Reeves, but Pro Bowl. All did pro. he make all pro? All pro. Pro Football Writers Association of America. And you know what's funny? I, this is it could be my ignorance, and I'm first to admit it, that – I would have never thought he was that good as a, as a teamer. Dude, I didn't even realize he was even playing until I seen he won the award. I'm like, wait a minute. Exactly. Like last, has been out Dev, there. last, last couple seasons, it's safe to say that Cam Sins was one of the yeah, best I thought, gunners. I, if anyone, I thought it would be him. If but, anyone, I thought it would be him. Yeah. Reese was not jumping out like, like that to me. I heard so. of Keith's name more on special teams. They don't that. have a spot tracking number for Reeves. Okay. Yeah, so probably I, I just for the that's skill what I players. Said, I felt like I heard Apke's name more on special teams than he is, man. Like, yeah, I didn't see it coming, man. I always see when he played in the games. He, I was like, he's all right when he played the games. But, uh, he's all right, man. He's fast. His, so his contract, the contract he was on, was two years, one point five million. So that's about to go up. He gonna make. He gonna make all. He gonna more yeah. than a year. Terrence says, playoff recap, Jalen Hurts is healthy, Mahomes is hurt, Bengals are winning, Dallas showed the Eagles the blueprint to stopping Brock Purdy, Josh Allen is a backyard quarterback. Ooh, let's talk about it. Oh, backyard quarterback. I like I like Josh Purdy, man. As a, as a friend of mine. Josh Allen, Josh Allen is what Jalen Hurts, is. they hope Jalen Hurts will be. Let's talk let's, about it. Let's, let's, man, let's I, up on I, Josh friends, Allen. One of our friends told me, man, about uh, – Brock Purdy when he's coming out of college, and I was like, "Yeah, right, whatever." I they showed the video. Was, you know, they he showed the video of him getting his call from John Lynch and then uh, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, hey, you're Mister Irrelevant, but you're important to us. You know, we think you're going to fit well in this system. And he was like, "I'm ready to go. It doesn't phase me. Let's go." It, it just goes to show you that the talent evaluators on the scouts. And I think who was it? Emmanuel Acho. Was like these scouts, they're afraid to make the bold. call. Bold, bold predictions. Like just because you're you didn't go to a crazy Alabama or you know, these great big market schools, you can still be you can still be good, but they want to slap these lower ratings on them and these the lower issue, rate the quarterbacks. Issue is, I think that if you're picked that low, you don't have as many opportunities. And when you do, you don't get opportunities to fail. Like there are quarterbacks uh that like, for instance, Josh Allen's a good one, right? His first year or so, we're like, eh, 
you can see his athlete. You can see he was an athlete, but you didn't know he yeah. was this guy. Do you no. have enough time for him to start learning a little more? And you surrounded with two all pro receivers at the time. Then this is what you got. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like a perfect storm. But nowadays, man, if if that if Josh Allen had been a fifth round pick, he would have never got two years. Yeah, you know he would have never got the opportunity to to. It's just like how how next year if he's the starter next year, he's got next year, bro. There's not going to be another one after that. Yeah, you know. Let's I mean, talk that, about the um the Saturday games first. So it was the excuse me the Jaguars and the Chiefs. Uh, I was on my way to see Phil. For his birthday Saturday, and this game was on. I was listening to it on the radio, I trying to watch some of it on my phone. It was, we had a good time. Good time. Uh, we'll talk about it at the end. Jacksonville, it came out seven to seven. You know, first quarter, it was kind of a slow start. Mahomes was Mahomes, came out firing, doing great. Then he had his, he got hurt. He rolled his ankle. And at halftime, it's 17 to 10, but he was not the same quarterback. Chad Henney, the person who I said, Maybe we could even roll with him as our backup quarterback, him or uh, Chase Daniel or some other grizzled veteran who's not going to take your starter's position. Came in, he was five for seven, 23 yards and a touchdown. He did what he had to do. That dude's like 50. I don't know how old he is. He's been in the league forever. But um, Jaguars and, and the Chiefs, they kind of battled, and the game was 27-20, you know, in favor of Kansas City. And, you know, the, the ja- cool thing about the Jaguars – and I know we were down on Trevor Lawrence a lot last year. I got higher on him this year. They're the first team in NFL history to go from getting the first round pick to winning their division. I was told that today, and I, I can't validate that. But that's what my friend told me. Because they were the first team to get the first round pick the year prior and then win their division the following Being year. Number one overall. Number one pick overall, yes, in the draft. So basically, you suck the year prior, and then you win your division. Well, wait a minute, didn't the Bengals win the division last year? No, no, the uh, I think no, they Baltimore had the first year, first yeah. round. I think they had the first uh, pick two years in a row. I think Baltimore still won that. Did Lamar? No, 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 no. Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year. They did go to the Super Bowl, but I don't think they won a division. No, the Jaguars had the first round pick last year. Last year. They had it the two year years before. in a row. No, no. They had, they, talking, yeah, that's when they drafted. Talking, he's talking about the year before. When in, 2020, in 2022, they had the first round pick. They also had the first round pick in 2021. The first overall pick. So the first, first team pick. to do, go back to back and then win the division. No, I think it's the the first. First time they had a first round No, because first Joe Burrow was drafted in 2020, number one overall. No. Yeah. Okay. And the Bengals went to the Super Bowl in 2021. Yeah, but I don't think they won the division. They did. I'm looking at it. They were first in the AFC North. Okay. Yeah, Lamar was hurt all year. Then, then, like I said, I don't quote me. Maybe it was. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's parameters that I missed, and I'm trying to trying to talk about, and I, and I missed it. He was the first one to do it. With he, he was the first one to do it with a team with a uh, in a crap division. I don't know. That was an awful division. Titans just collapsed. Yeah. Yeah, they, they just kind of fall. I don't I don't want Tannehill, by the way, either. I know somebody's gonna say that next. He's gonna they're scheduling for him to be free agent. I know. I don't know. Yeah, please don't. Tell that, me so that. that was that was the first game of the of the of the day. Uh second game of the day was the Giants and Eagles, and you know, Terrence is on there, he's probably happy. They did they, it was just a shit show. It wasn't even close. The Giants are they were who they thought we were. I feel like that should have been no, no, us. 
What? Let him off the hook. Let him off the hook. 38 to 7, that game was. Like, I don't even want to go through that game. 38 to 7. It was never close. It could have been worse. The Eagles let up. They didn't do anything yeah. in the third quarter. It was 28 to Am 0 I? going into the half. At my birthday, at my little birthday celebration. <laughs> and Phil's poor friend, I don't forget his name. John. John, diehard Giants fan, keeps getting up to go watch the game. And every couple minutes he comes back, he's like, he just looks more distraught and more distraught. And I'm like, the, hey, what's the score? And then, he, and then he he started watching the game on his phone at the table, just uh, making himself more depressed. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh, not a good day if you're a Giants fan. No, it was awful. And it just makes you wonder, like, damn, like, should that have been us? Like, we could have, at least, even if we didn't win, we could have did a better job. We did a better job in both the games we played against them this year. That, that's all I'm saying. Is Even like, the it would have been we a got competitive blown game. out, gave up nine sacks. We really only had one bad quarter. And does that defense. make you make you feel like they they picked the wrong team once again? Not they yeah. picked. I mean, it's our own fault. Don't get me wrong. They, we did this they to ourselves. The wrong team. <laughs> it's not like we got picked. We just we didn't win the games we were supposed to win. So, but. You know what we're trying to say. It it would have just been like in college football has it all the time. It's like, oh man, they pick. That's your final four. Like the like the game would have been much better if you if these teams would have made it. But what can you do? Uh, Terrence says the Jags are going to be fine. Doug is a great presence for that team. Yeah, definitely not Urban Meyer. I tell you that much. That dude was trying to sabotage the team, <laughs> no doubt. Which is weird because Jacksonville seems like a college team when you watch them play. It feels like a college yeah. offense. They're they're a they're a solid team. You know, Evan Ingram came from the Giants. We knew him as Stonehands. He was Mr. Reliable. He was like the number two target down there outside of Christian Kirk. So Christian Kirk was, was nice. He was, you know, so they got a good core. Lawrence, Christian Kirk, Travis Etienne, and it and they got Zay uh Zay Jones. They got it, the Walker kid on defense. That Trevon Walker, monster. first round pick last year out of monster, Georgia. Son. He's gonna and be so, if they re-sign Evan Ingram, which they should, they'll have a good nucleus, nucleus of players down there for sure. Greg Delaney from Facebook, thanks for joining us. And I had money on the Jacks winning the AFC South. Did you? So what'd you win? Let yeah, us share got, it man? with us, man. You Come got on, man. Let, let us, let us the, know uh... how much money did you win, Greg, and what platform did you use? Please tell us. Uh, moving Was into Sunday. Should have been DraftKings. Yeah. Should have been DraftKings. So the first game on Sunday, the Bengals versus the Bills. The Bengals versus the Bills. I think this was expected to be much closer than it was. It was snowing like a mug in in Buffalo. Oh, it's I was snowing in Buffalo. Demar Hamlin's in attendance. It like the story was there, Phil, and it's Buffalo. It's snow. I was so happy. I don't care who win, who would win. <laughs> Playoff football. It was snow. Like I, I couldn't have been happier. Like it, on, it just on, uh, let me make, let me make the sounds. Let me make the Bills Mafia sound right now. It just, <laughs> Emotional damage. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're hurting right now. They what happened? Uh, people expected them to go. I further. said y'all were going to the Super Bowl. It the game. It started fourteen to nothing in the first quarter with with the Bengals going up. And it never really got close. They just, everything, I will say, the Bengals played a flawless game. 
Jamar I can't Chase say they reminded made. you that he is he is as good as people thought he was last year. It's weird because Jamar Chase was like he had a very low key year. Like people did not talk about him this season like they did last year. Um, not one hundred percent sure why, but um, damn, I mean, it, he decided nope, nope, nope. I got to remind these people that I'm as good as Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Um, at least that's the impression I got. Remember was that he, he decided up oh, time to show up and show out on on the on the biggest stage he could. You know, he it's not like he had a bad season either. Um, I mean You know what's funny when we did our top five NFL wide receivers, none of us had Jamar Chase in the top five. I because I had I took good about only because he was a rookie the previous year. You know, I I'm one of those people's like, give me a body of work. Like, let me tell you something. We do this top five again this coming off season. He's in my top five. Just to rehash that, Phil, you had Tyreek Hill as your number one, Devontae Adams as two, Cooper Cup as three, Justin Jefferson at four, and Diggs at five. I had Jefferson at one, Cup at two, Devontae Adams at three, Tyreek Hill at four, and DeAndre Hopkins at five. Dev had DeAndre Hopkins at one, Devontae Adams at two, Tyreek Hill at three, Cooper Cup at four and Stephon Diggs at five. By the way, anyone else watch the Bengals play this year and miss some AJ Piran? Yes. It reminded me of my I used to say he's he's a bowling ball, you know. Bowling ball just runs straight forward. Swords. Five receptions, thirty-one yards. Seven carries, thirty-three yards. That's great for a That's backup running back. What he does, I mean, look at his look at his stat line from this past season: ninety-five carries, three hundred ninety-four yeah, yards. No slouch. Four point no one yards per carry. He averaged more yards per carry than Mixon, and yeah. he had thirty-eight receptions. Oh, Greg the lady said, "Just a friendly bet with the coworker." Okay, that's fair. Marcus well, says, "Best day." I-, you, I hope they bought you a good five for five. Yeah, uh, over lunch. Marcus said, best day ever. I have annoying friends who are Bills and Cowboys fans. Made me great joy of seeing them lose. John Allen, Josh Allen struggled. And at the end of the game, if you remember, him and Stephon Diggs were exchanging words. Stephon Diggs left the stadium. And they had to bring him back in for the coach's comments, McDermott's comments, and he just left. They did not run the ball. 19 carries, 64 yards. Josh Allen was the leading rusher. That's their you problem. Get down early fourteen nothing. You become one. You got to keep running, and I mean it. Just it just showed you that they and Dawson Knox was a leading receiver. So once they isolated Diggs, they had no one else. It was just crazy. I don't know if the snow did it, but the, the Bengals played a flawless game in my opinion. No mistakes. They ran the shit out of the ball. They thirty four carries, one hundred seventy two yards rushing for one touchdown. Like, talk about clock management. Talk about – and Burrow was 23 for 36, 242, two touchdowns, no interceptions. One sack for two Used the passing game, got up early, and then just commanded the clock the rest of the way. I mean, Ryan – oh, what's up, Ryan? Ryan Elias on YouTube. Didn't he have zero fumbles in his college career and then came here and couldn't hold on to the rock? That was a bit of an overblown thing. They tried to say that he fumbled all the time, but when you go back and look, he really did not – he only had, like, two lost fumbles. And that's when Jay Gruden had his doghouse. You know, if you got in his doghouse, you really never got out. And that was just a Jay Gruden thing. But yeah, it was a Gre- stupid thing, too. Like he would start oh. Samaj and just never give him the ball. Yeah. Greg says, Cam Newton equals Josh Allen. And, and Deuce said, just realized I didn't get an invite to the birthday party, Phil. 
deal. Bro, I only can ha- I can only have so many people sit at that damn table. I yeah. don't. We'll talk about people. it again. But man, he didn't invite me either. I did invite you, but I knew you weren't going to drive. Yeah, Deb, it's going to be like ten hours for you to get to my place. Right. And then finally, we had the Cowboys losing to the Niners. 19 to 12. It didn't go so well for the Cowboys. And it was just such a fun game to watch. It, it, I enjoyed Dak. See, Dak struggled. 23 for 37, 206, 1 and 2. Brock Purdy didn't do anything either. They, he was flustered. They flustered him quite a bit. And he finally looked like a you know a backup quarterback. He still won the game, though. It wasn't a pretty game for either team, you know. 113 yards rushing for Sam Sam Fran, 76 for Dallas. But, you know, a lot of funny parts. Dak made a lot of mistakes. The team made a lot of mistakes. CeeDee Lamb went off, 10 receptions, 117 yards. But the last couple of plays were hilarious. The, the Niners could have won it a lot sooner. Elijah Mitchell broke out for a 13-yard run, but instead of running out of bounds, excuse me, instead of falling down in the middle of the field with under two minutes, he ran out of bounds, stopped the clock. So he gave them four timeouts, essentially. And then the last play of the game was funny because they, they lined Ezekiel Elliott under the center and he just got blown up. And then they do some play for, you know, 10 yards down the field when he needed to go like 80. So it was a good, good way to end the game. Cowboys loss. That's the, you know, so three of the four of the NFC teams are on the couch with us. It was fun. Uh, Tony Shivers from Facebook. Thank you for joining us. Dallas social media, even threw Dak under the bus. They did. That was wrong. They they tweeted some nasty stuff about it, and I was like, "That's got to be a mistake, right?" I'm right no, I'm wondering Dak Prescott when he was a free agent that year. Yeah, crazy. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, before we preview next week's games, let's give you an opportunity to figure out how you win some money coming up this week. Check it out. What's up, Command This Fam? Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Not a new customer? You can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Hey, personally, I'm watching closely the Chiefs and the Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals at plus one in Kansas City. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. That's Tango Papa Papa November. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yes, yes, that's it. That's the code TPPN. Get you $200 free if you're not on DraftKings. You, as soon as you put $5 in, you'll get your $200 free. It'll come in eight bets of $25 bonus money and bet away. Have at it. Tell them we and sent gamble you. Gamble responsibly. Gamble responsibly. Notes will be down in the show. Hey, Niners and Eagles this Saturday. It's going to be a great game at 3 o'clock. Bengals and Chiefs, I, to me, is going to be the game to watch. Um, and they're both going to be great games. What am I saying? But I really think the Bengals have a chance to beat the Chiefs. They're they're minus Chiefs are minus one at home, so technically it's a two point swing to the Bengals. We'll see. I mean, it, it should be should be a good 
A good game. Eagles and Niners. Fellas, who do you have Eagles and Niners? Dev, I'm who going, are you picking I'm Eagles and Niners. Niners? You're going Niners? What about you, Dev? I'm going Eagles. I'm going Eagles, too. I think they're finally going to bring the Niners. Down. I don't think it's going to be – I think it's going to be very similar to the yeah. Niners-Cowboys game where the score is really low. But I just think the Eagles – I mean, I think they probably found the blueprint to, to make party – you know, flustered. So I, I think the Eagles might might win. That's that's who I'm going to go with. And then for the other game, I'm going Bengals. So I'm going Bengals and Eagles this weekend. Bengals, Eagles, Super Bowl is what I'm predicting. So is it Bengals or Bengals? Bang, Bengals, Bengals, Bang, I, Bang, Bengals, Bengals, Bengals. Here's the thing. I think the 49ers, <laughs> the, wait, the 49ers have a uh, Bengals. Ben Gals. Did they move to Nashville? Ben Gals. I don't know. Anyway, um, meme reference, guys. Anyway, uh, I think the 49ers have a power running game. It's very similar to what we do. Like, it's very dynamic. They have multiple parts they can use for it. And I think that that's one place where Philly's kind of suspect. And I think that if they can use that blueprint, they can beat. Philly, because you're not going to need Brock Purdy to do anything except just not make mistakes. Right. Um, the Chiefs-Bengals game is what interests me the most because I think that, that one's going to be a solid scoring affair. You know, winning team gets to high 20s, 30s points-wise. Um, but Holmes is hurt, though. He's got that busted Holmes ankle. hurt, and since he's on a roll, and uh, I'll say this, I'll, I'll – I'll call it NFC Championship game will be 2319 49ers. Oh, we're making predictions. I, I Terrence did it. I, I uh, all right, I guess we're making predictions. 2319 who? 2319 49ers over the 49. Eagles. 49ers, okay. And 3127 uh Bengals over the Chiefs. Ooh. So we're going to have for the second time ever, a third matchup between the same two teams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because you had Dallas and the Steelers, and then you have Bengals and 49ers. Crazy to think the Bengals have been to the Super Bowl, went to the Super Bowl twice in the 80s with different coaches and almost different rosters completely. Bengals and who? 49ers. 49ers. Was this in the Boomer days? This was Boomer, Boomer Montana? No. Well, one was. One, the first one was uh, the first Super Bowl, the 49ers won, was against the Bengals. Uh, they went up 20 to nothing, held on to win 26 21. That was Joe Montana's first Super Bowl. The Bengals quarterback, Ken Anderson. Ken Anderson. Forgotten star. That guy was yeah. really good. And then the second time around, 49ers beat Boomers Bengals 20 to 16 on one of on the greatest drive in Super Bowl history. I don't care what you say about Brady leading to a field goal. I don't care what you say about okay, Ben Roethlisberger may have have something to say about that. But Montana down 3 points gets the ball on his 8-yard line with 3 minutes to go. 3 11 I believe what's left in the game. 
He marches him down the field in 11 plays, and with 34 seconds left, hits John Taylor. 82. Number 82. It's funny because it's actually like a really shitty game to watch for the most part, but that Montana drive is all you want to see. You never get a chance to watch that thing. It's just you, you're This is why I say Montez. I put him over Brady. It's drives like that. You watch that. You, you watch that drive. Like damn, this guy is a surgeon. Like he 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 knows everything, everywhere at all times. It's so great to watch everything, everywhere, all at once. He wasn't the fastest guy. He wasn't the biggest guy. He didn't have the best arm, but the dude could play. He was smart. Love love me some Montana mm-hmm. for real. Terrence says 27-17 Bengals, 28-17 Eagles. I'm going to go 2016 Eagles, 34-31 Bengals. Deb, you have a prediction? Are you going to leave, leave that be? The score? Ah. You don't have to. I wasn't prepared I think, for that. I, 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 I think I'm going with the out. Eagles, um, 2017 17. Eagles. What about the other one? Yeah. What about uh, Bengals, uh, Bengals, Bengals and uh, Chiefs? Man, you know, Burrow's own, Burrow owns he d- three, three in a row. You know, he owns them. Uh it's like it's like the, no matter how bad the Giants are, they always find a way to beat us. Yep, yep. Um, yep, yep. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Bengals, man. I, I'm I'm rooting for the Chiefs, you know, to win that game myself. But I think I think the Bengals are gonna win, man. I think the Bengals are going to win. Okay, that's fair. Um, so I'm going to say that score. 35-42. Bengals. Bungles. The Bungles. So you just call for a total track meet. Yeah, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a super track meet. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the minor offensive coordinator news this week so there's been a there's been a couple there's been some minor updates with the offensive coordinator news but interviews interviews there's thomas brown from the rams we're starting to see a lot of running backs coach running back coaches being interviewed as for the offensive coordinator and the logic behind that is some people think that the established offensive coordinators are not going to come here because it could potentially be suicide for the one year because no one knows the future with Ron Rivera and new owner coming in. Like no one knows what's going to happen. So Albert Breer talked about it's, he said uh, on the commander's OC search, it's hard for a candidate with options to look at it and not have the fear that a single season as an OC in Washington could wind up being, could wind up leading to a career setback. So the scary part is that means it's going to be Ken Zampezi or someone who's retired who work with Ron, like Rob Shadzinski or I, mean, I told y'all this. I told you gonna be an old guy or somebody fired. It's gonna be. I told you that. I I don't know why anybody thought it was gonna be somebody young and fresh. It's gonna be an old fucker or some <laughs> or somebody got fired. Man, it, I'm it, so, already. Knew I that. mean, well, there's a lot of guys get, are getting fired. No, what's what's coach Mark's would... doing right now, man? Call his ass. Who? Mark's used to be the Rams coach. Mike Mark's. Yeah, call Mike yeah. Shanahan. What's he doing? I would. Well, I'm still saying that Pep Hamilton would be an interesting choice. I mean, Bobby you know, Petrino. he was he was an OC last year. He was he was in the same position an OC may be in this year, right? 
He was basically there because they needed an offensive coordinator for Lovey Smith to tank the season for the Texans. What's John Gruden so, doing right now, man? I would go Pep Hamilton still. I would still interview him. I don't think his name has even been mentioned, has it? As a front it, runner, man. as a so Marcus makes a good point. He says, I'm intrigued with Thomas Brown and Anthony Lynn. Thomas, they both intrigue me. Thomas Brown, you know, he's he's the Rams, he's under Sean McVay. So I'm essentially I'm guessing he would bring the Sean McVay offense over. And Anthony Lynn, he was coaching the Chargers. He's a head coach. He has the experience. He probably would be an assistant coach as well. Well, that's Del Rio's assistant coach, but Andy Lynn was a good coach too. So I don't know. Like, I feel like Anthony Lynn would, would probably have more options. Why would well, they not just? A running backs coach would because it's a promotion, right? It's yeah, a big allowed to get something on paper. Why would you want to have a running backs coach as your coordinator? Here's why. So, Ron came out at a press conference this week and said, We are looking to be two to one, run to pass. That make that, that just means we're that's why he's looking at running backs coaches. Why does right he have now. all these fucking receivers? Yeah, you know, I don't know, Dev. I I don't know, but running the why ball is, takes why the pressure does, why off. Does it matter, why does it matter if Hal has a crazy, amazing arm? Then why not just play Haneke? Because you still need somebody to make He's the offense more dynamic. You want to control the ball, but be able to stretch the field. <laughs> yeah, you say you, you want do. to be two to one, not a hundred to nothing. Or in Scott Turner's case, you know, four to one. I'm just joking. Or one to four, depending in the on red the zone. In the red, in the low red zone, where we oh. just unless, unless it's a meaningless game, it's one four. Or we just give the ball to Curtis Samuel on a jet sweep, or we pitch it backwards three yards on fourth and inches. So or give him a dive on fourth and inches. Yeah, just a friendly reminder to those out here. Thank you for tuning in. When you're watching this on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, you can always catch this on the replay where all of your audio podcasts can be found. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Odyssey, soon to be on vinyl. You can spit it on the ones and twos if you want. So if you miss it, you can always check it out on the audio platform. So thank Mm -hmm. you very much. Marcus also says, one advantage is if OC does a good job and Rivera doesn't do a good job, you might be first in line for a job. That's true, but I don't know if they would hire a a rookie OC as the head coach, unless you're someone like Anthony Go get a college guy. Who's been a head coach before. Go get the OC for Ohio State. Yeah, I I don't know. It's intriguing, though. It's fascinating to see how this is all working out, though. It really is. It's not. It's not going to work out. He didn't have any clue. Uh, somebody told him to fire somebody. He just fired somebody to be firing him. I think he could have waited until you found somebody. You know, you should have had somebody in mind when you fired your office coordinator. Now no one least, has a playbook in their hands. You know, like, it's, just, it's just especially right, with Sam Howell. It's just stupid, though. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I don't. It's not. That's not what a first class organization does. They just fire. I mean, well, maybe so. New England did a worse job than that. They just hired a bunch of defensive guys to. Kyle plays on offense, so yeah. I, maybe it can get worse. Maybe Jack Del Rio just calls plays on offense, too. Oh, dude, you know? come on. Don't say that. Well, let's talk about some front office moves. This is very some quick news. So, Nikki Javala tweeted, there's been multiple front office moves over the last two years. The latest one is Will Misselbrook, the chief creative and digital officer, leaving the organization per source. I imagine he probably works closely with Julie with the – somehow as the you know senior vp for content but here's just the list of the commander's front office executives who's who have 
left over the past two years. So I don't know if this is related to Snyder, if this is related to other things, because, you know, well, we get the impression the that the, it is. But I don't know why they're leaving because the business side seems to be doing pretty good. Jason Wright seems to be doing a pretty good job. The well, staff, maybe, Julie, Joe, you know, all those people are doing a good maybe, job. So maybe why are these people like, jumping Maybe you feel like the new guy might come in and change up a lot of stuff. Clean and house. you're not – yeah, and so you might have another opportunity somewhere else. Well, it, on one thing I wanted to point out, though, if you notice, all of these people are almost in the – look, corporate partnerships, corporate partnerships, corporate partnerships, partnership sales, partnership 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 so if a new owner's coming in he's probably going to have his own vision for doing some of that stuff so i'm guessing they're probably just like you said Deb, looking for new opportunities before that actually happened i, right. I don't see a new owner coming in and saying buy jason wright I, I i don't see it but you never know crazier things have happened i don't know what you think phil you see, a, i don't know i mean i think because we don't pay attention to other teams front offices like this we don't know if their turnover we, rate is. Yeah, what what how do we gauge this against the norm? I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's not something we pay attention to. So it's hard to say. Yeah. Because especially in, in, in stuff like this and in today's day and age, you know, it, it's not like it used to be. You, you know, you get a job, you get with a you get with a company, you stay there for 30 years, you retire, and you get your gold watch. Those days are gone. No. You, People are a lot more fluid and transient in nature, especially when it comes to these you know, management positions and so forth. I mean, hell, if you're not in management, you still do it. I can yep, tell you yep. that as an HR person, you know, you know, the retention rate is such a big term right now because of the fact that it's hard to obtain a good retention rate. Yeah, straight up. So, I mean, you know, it could be a combination of we don't know what's going to happen with the new owner, plus somebody else is offering me more money. Um, you know, I can go work in a different field because I'm tired of working in sports. It's a lot of reasons why I could have yeah. nothing to do with the franchise itself. Could have a lot to do with just the fact these are people with high resumes that can go somewhere, and every time they go somewhere, they can turn around and say, "I want more money," and get it. Well, let me ask Terrence if he knows. Like, do your executives leave? You know, we this is this this is 20 people in the last two years. Does it happen to the Eagles? Like, we have no one to base this off of. So if you know, let us know. If not, no big deal. But Terrence also says, make sure y'all hit that like button and subscribe. Hit the bell so you get the latest updates and the noties. That's right. That's right. Thank you very much, Terrence. Marcus says, that's why Dan Snyder's down the team, because the team is losing a lot of sponsorship, and that equals money. So maybe these people are – maybe people are telling these – the VP for corporate partnerships, listen, we don't want to do any business with you right now. We, we want to see what happens to the new ownership. So we're not going to, we're going to do anything. And that person probably makes a crap ton of commissions off getting sponsors. And then people are going to say, they're probably like, okay, I got to go. I'm not making any money. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Terrence says, no, most executives leaves that are interns. I didn't know interns would be executives. Most executives leave. Oh yeah. Interns, interns just leave, but I don't know. I mean, like I said, in this day and age, there's a lot more fluidity in these situations, so it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we probably have more turnover because of the fact that we do have um, an unknown ownership yeah. situation, and it's been that way for the past two years. There's always there's been that rumor floating, and then that rumor has gotten even heavier. Yeah, uh, and now it's official, and they probably knew before anyone else that this is probably coming. Yeah, so. Uh, it sucks, but I'm not particularly like surprised, nor do I care that much because 
a lot of these people can be replaced with other people. Mm-hmm. They don't have a loyalty to anything except their paycheck and their resume. That's true. And Terrence hit it. I don't either. Like I said, it was news. Had that not been reported, we would have never known. Terrence says March is a huge month for Washington. That's right. The new league year, March 15th, we may have a new owner by then. So once the new league year starts, we might be all kind of splashes. I think they're trying to get us in place for the new league year. So March is a huge month for this team. Huge, huge, huge. You know, if if there's a new owner, uh, those guys in the front office, like Ron, they'll know. They'll know who it is and what is suspected of. Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure. Um, I mean, even we, Maybe we'll not. probably know before then if if you know Bank of America is pretty pretty transparent. I want Last I want to go out on top. I want I want Daniel Snyder to do some crazy shit on his way out, like not flush. <laughs> Just the burn it down on the way out. Yeah, like some super <laughs> shit. You know what I'm Last if thing Daniel I want to share. Team, he leaves a mountainous turd in the, in the executive toilet. Yeah, be like, oh, by the way, he's <laughs> an upper decker. Said, and then lizard people and then walk out. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, gives an upper decker, clogs the toilet. Oh, oh Dan, you know what an upper decker is? Yeah. Hooping in the top part of the toilet. <laughs> That's from uh McGruber. Yeah. If I you remember right, McGruber. What you gotta do, what you do to somebody is even funnier than that. It's like go in the bathroom and then feel and make sure you do it at night, like it was standing crashing at a friend's house. Fill their toilet bowl up with clear gelatin, right? And then and then leave. Then when they get out, it's like all it's like their toilet is jello, so they can't flush it. They have to actually dig it out of the toilet. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. That's no, bro. What? No. I didn't say drop a deuce first. I just said drop the gelatin in there, man. Where did your mind go? <laughs> all right. Gonna shit into the gelatin. The last no. thing I want to talk about, real quick, besides. Putting Dookie Jello in in someone. <laughs> I no one said Dookie and Jello, <laughs> just Jello, no Dookie. Chris I Russell got catfished. Chris Russell got catfished in public. There is a fake account called Heineke's Burner. It's he he has Ari Marov and his real AV, who's a real reporter, but it's, it's from Heineke's Burner, and it said the Panthers are flying in recently fired Commanders OC Scott Turner for their vacant head coach job. Turner is also a top candidate for the Saints and Colts head coach openings. Interesting. Would be a good hire for any of these teams. And there's a picture of Scott Turner. It's totally fake. I mean, the fact that it says it would be a good hire for any of these teams should tell you that's already a fake tweet. It's totally fake. And if you go down through the comment, I mean, I have to, I have to go back to a different link, but it's hilarious because Chris Russell reported on it. Oh, <laughs> is this the same Chris Russell who oh, told man, me that you know, he like... is a a dignified, respectable journalist, and it's that's why he works for a legacy radio station and all this other stuff. Who says this stuff about? So him? our boy Polly, he always usually on the show. Polly, like, you know, like thirty four. We love Polly. Polly loves he, the caps. Lock. He tweeted this and he tagged Russell, right? And then everyone's like. Scott Jackson. This is fake. This is fake. Reported by Chris Russell. And then Chris Russell. Apparently, it was a fake account from my sports update that reported it. So it's just funny. He kind of got got it kind of got to do that. You yeah. know, that apparently it was a fake account. No, it's not <laughs> apparent. Chris Russell. All right. The got fact him, got him with the, y'all got should know. You all know for the last year and a half. I don't like Chris Russell. 
Chris Russell still owes me an apology. You guys are beefing. Because he tried to, he tried to back up the junkies on that supposed leak of the Wilkinson report that didn't get substantiated. And he tried to tell me that Jason Bishop, old Lurch Papa, is a legitimate reporter, just like he is. And all this other stuff, and try to say that I'm one of these people must believe. Oh, you must call fake news and everything you don't like. You know, basically trying to throw like that anti MAGA shit at me. And I'm like, dude, that has nothing to do with it. You, I know you. You have sucked since you came here. When he got pulled over and tried to pull the you know who I am crap on live air on Chad Dukes versus the world, I laughed because I was like, that's who Chris Russell is. Yeah. He thinks he's important. Tony said Chris Russell thought for that. That's right. And Terrence brings up a point. With new ownership, does a team relocate to Richmond? Nah, I don't I don't think they're relocating to Richmond. That's that's a backwards move. Yeah. I mean, maybe put a stadium out in the suburbs of yeah, out in northern Virginia past Tyson's, but I don't think they're gonna they're gonna go to DC if they get an owner. I'm sure DC will probably welcome them with open arms. Yeah. At that time. Well, will they woke well, hold on no. Will they open them with open checkbooks? Yeah. Who's gonna are you gonna that's the question? Yeah, because are we gonna pay for it or we split it? You know. And I said this before. If the city was still being run by Anthony Williams or Adrian Fenty, who were really good with the budget, yes. I would not even hesitate to say, yeah, they'll they'll work something out to RFK and they'll have some sort of shared uh payment. Between yeah. the city and the team, I don't trust Mariel Bowser because she's her. Well, it started with Vince Gray. The city went from being in the black to in the red with money. You mean with the money? Yeah, the budget. Yeah. The budget went from. I mean, DC was one of the most well managed uh, cities in the country, believe it or not, uh, throughout until about the mid two thousands, and then when Vince Gray came in, the budget went. Well, in terms of the in terms of the surplus versus deficit, I don't know where Muriel Bowser is going to get the city council to get on board with her on this. I mean, hell, Anthony Williams had a hell of a time getting them to help fund the Nats, help them fund Nats Park. Yeah, I mean, you could pull a Jerry Jones and just pay for it yourself, depending on who you are. Then you need to have two billion extra sitting in the in the bank. Bezos like, Psh, I'll take that out of my sock. Exactly, that's the thing I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> like uh who was it last week that said amazon stadium at arc amazon field at rfk or something like that yeah terrence ashburn so that's where the team headquarters located it's it's past on route seven out in loudon county at, that's where it is all the players live out there and they commute to pg county at fedex field for the for the game so it would make sense for it to put the stadium out there because that's where it is. It's open land, nice houses. Realistically, realistically, the the first thing I would invest in is an overhaul of you know whatever Facilities. Commanders HQ. Yeah, what used yeah, to be Red standard Park. for sure. Uh, that, that I mean, supposedly they've already started. I mean, that started under under Dan, but that really needs to happen. Yeah. I would love to hear that we have modern modern facilities. Yeah. Uh, instead of always being behind the, the eight ball. Now, yeah. granted, I don't completely blame Snyder because we didn't have a practice bubble until Mike Shanahan, and that's a Joe Gibbs thing because Joe Gibbs refused to practice outside every day. All he, day. they had to practice outside. You got to practice in the elements, um, which 
the 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 football player in me agrees with the practical hey this is not how things work part of morale the morale in me says no otherwise yeah (laughs) yeah good times that's the music never a little hour today we can do an hour every day. We talking about we're that kind, we're that longer, strong. man. We can go even longer. We want to give a quick plug in a couple weeks. We're going to be doing a special awards episode, giving out some awards for the entire season. So make sure you stay tuned to that. That's going to be in the week between the Super Bowl and the Pro and Bowl. The, and the Pro Bowl. So stay tuned for that. We'll keep you. Hey, up man, first. you never told me about the party. Man. The party was good. My son and I we drove down. Saturday afternoon to Harrisonburg, checked into the hotel, hung out, watched some football, went to the pool that was not heated. It was 55 degrees in that pool. And we went in the double tree pool and froze our asses off. And we showered, came out, met Phil downtown Harrisonburg, right where all the college kids go, all the bars and a couple of the places were just packed. There was a fit. We were going to go to a Philly cheesesteak bar. I was really looking forward to it, but it was packed with Philly fans, Dev, because we didn't think about, oh, shit, the, the Eagles I figured if we got there an hour and a half before the game started, we should be okay. Yeah. And, and, and it was nothing but Philly. It was I saw one black Terry McLaurin jersey. One. And the rest was just Philadelphia Eagles jerseys, college kids. Yeah. So. I mean, it's not exactly a big bar. Don't get too excited there. Uh, you know, I mean, very, very small. And then we ended up at some cool Capital Ale House. Great food upstairs. It was fantastic. And then we only had to know, wait a while because I was like, "Hey, uh, I need, a, I need." Yeah, we waited party at 12. 35 minutes for a table, and then yeah, you know, we we got my son and I got around nine and walked a couple blocks back to the, the truck. Did, and, you, did your son enjoy his burger? Oh yeah, he loved it. He loved it. That's it was a good important time. thing. It was a road trip, first time for us, so. That's it was fantastic. Cool. You yeah. should have fun, man. Yeah, good house. times. Yep. What'd you get for it's your birthday, deep. man? Do what? What would you get for your birthday? Um, I got. Let's see. I got a steak dinner. Hell yeah. Separately, um, I got a couple of things that apparently are coming on the way from Amazon that haven't gotten here yet. And, yeah, uh, you know, everybody has prom. It still takes a week. It's like, what's the point in this? If you get, if you buy over that thirty-five dollars, you can get that overnight shipping for free. But that's how they get you. You got to buy thirty-five dollars. What but, else did uh, you get, Phil? What did you, you get from Steve? <laughs> oh, hold on one second. I got it over here. <laughs> I got him a little something, Dev. It's kind of a funny joke. It's been going on for a couple years. I want to say since we started this podcast, it's been going on. He's going to get it. I gave it to him uh, before we got into the restaurant and started the festivities. I got the pylon. He finally Uh, got got the pylon. Signed Bryce Love pylon from training camp. Washington football team 2020. We, we were we were saving it to give away for people who predicted the scores, and no one has ever predicted the score on this show correctly. I have probably come closest. The pretty damn close. I don't know. Shotgun's gotten close a few times. He has. I think I've been one point off three times. Yeah. Terrence says, uh, shout out to the Command This podcast crew. Awesome show. Happy to listen in. Been crazy, but I wanted to make sure I listened tonight. Go Birds. Hail to the Commanders. Terrence, thank you so much, man. We, we love you, bro. Like, 
it's it's truly fun to kick it with other other fans and get your perspective and you know we have a perception of the eagles fans and and you don't fit that perception so it's actually really really nice that you you kick it with us and uh we've had terrence on the barbershop we had him on the two eagles uh podcast this year with so nothing but love and we hope to have you back many times and you know god bless you thank you for tuning in man and um let's move on to shout outs uh dev you have any shout outs before we close out uh shout out to phil for his birthday man uh thank you shout out to right shout out to the uh 49ers for busting the cowboys ass thank you bang 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 (laughs) bang 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 bang. those are a good one um shout out to the new uh E-Ray Corvette that's coming out. Uh, E-Ray, yeah. Yeah, going to keep me busy. So, that's it for me. Alright, Bill, any shout-outs? Shout-out to our former uh, pod co-host, Rod. Um, he hit a deer with his car. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, apparently it just caused a little dent. You know, his car didn't get smashed all the hell like mine did. Um, I said totaled on Facebook. It was a joke. He only got a little dent. He says he can pull it out oh, this weekend. The guy says that it looked like he's like, I've never seen a car take such a hard hit and not get damaged. But uh, shout out to Ron. I know how that feels happening to me on Thanksgiving. Um, mine was a lot worse, though. And I hit it with the Mustang. Then again, he probably hit it. I don't even know what he's driving these she days. Fast forwards, hit. man. Did he step over to the good side? Yeah. <laughs> I My am first- on the good side. <laughs> My first. I would never drive. Sorry, bro. I will never drive a Chevy. Never. I've had nothing but bad luck with them. I've only had, I had an old Chevy in my entire life. We had a seventy old Chevelle and an eighty-three Monte Carlo SS. Nothing new. Nothing new in modern. Though. Only it's Chevy I've ever. Only Chevy I've ever had that was a good Chevy. Rogers hit me on good Discord. Is, good is in quotation marks. That wasn't awful. It was a ninety-two S10 Tahoe that I had. The, it was a truck with a long. Yeah. Had the super long bed. It was a five-speed. Even at the parking brake didn't work. Nice. Man. So I had to get by one of those, like, mechanical parking brakes that you had to, like, pump it. Just stick a rock behind the wheel for your parking brake? I did that, too. I had I, I had, a, I had a, a metal I had yeah. a metal wedge with a chain attached to it. Put it underneath. And uh, Marcus brought it up to rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. All right. I know you guys aren't indie wrestling fans. I am. Jay Briscoe worked in all of the organizations except the WWE, and he didn't get to work in AEW. Um, him and his brother Mark, Delaware natives, run a chicken farm out there. The greatest tag team in the past two decades. Go look up their highlights. They're fucking amazing. Jay Briscoe died in a car crash. Some woman, don't know what happened, swerved on his side of the road and hit him head on. Like, wasn't even his uh-huh. fault. He was on his way taking his his daughter to cheerleading practice uh, with another one of the kids. So his two girls are in the hospital, too. They're alive. They're stable. They're so kind of critical condition. So rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. He's one of the, he's one of the good guys. And you yeah. hate seeing that happen. You know, dude was 38 years old. And just, you know, live for this business. Nobody had anything bad to say about him. Terrible news. Uh, yeah, I could, terrible news. I, but I'll tell you what, if y'all don't know who Jay Briscoe is, go look up his highlights. There's going to be tons of them on YouTube now. If there yeah, weren't already. For sure. And you'll see what I mean. Dude, One, of the, him and his brother, best tag team in the past two decades, period. 
My my first shout out go to goes out to Chris Baker, aka Swaggy. He had a yeah. stroke. Chris Baker had a stroke. He's doing okay now. He's on the the Big Doug um, the Big Douglas show, but he's been out of pocket for a while because he had a stroke. Man, relatively young. He's he's younger than us. Got to be in his early thirties, mid thirties. But man, shout out to Chris Baker. He, glad you're doing well. Glad you're doing better. And of course, those who joined us. Marcus, Terrence, Tony, uh, Greg Delaney, um, DT, Deuce. Thank you for tuning in. George, I'm going to flip over the show here in a second. Uh, we appreciate you guys uh, dialing in and, and, and keeping the chat live tonight. So we will be back live next Thursday. Maybe some pre-recorded content before then. That's, that's a maybe, but we'll definitely be back for a live show uh, next Thursday. So as always, until then, we love you. Make sure you go like and subscribe on YouTube. Catch this everywhere on your audio platforms and go hit that DraftKings link that'll be in this description. So until then, peace and hail. We out, yeah.